What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner. Let me apologize first if my voice sounds like shit because I am recording this right now at 4 a.m. on Monday morning. We just wrapped up Coaching Con, so it has been a jam-packed weekend, a pretty epic weekend. Uh, Coaching Con, for those of you who don't know, was an event run by Jason Phillips and the Nutritional Coaching Institute slash Business Coaching Institute, NCI, BCI. And Jason throws some pretty incredible events. This one was by far the best. And I have been to, I think, all of them over the last four years. We packed the house with over 500 coaches, which was pretty surreal because I was actually, gosh, it was maybe three and a half years ago that I spoke at one of Jason's events for the first time. And I think there was about 11 people in the room. So stepping on stage and looking out at 500 coaches in the room was pretty unbelievable just to see the growth uh, that NCI has experienced and, and being there. Jason, for those of you that don't know, was is my mentor, was my business coach, and now is a partner, somebody that I look up to in the industry. I think that what he's doing on the education side for nutrition coaches is second to none. And he also provides an incredible resource on the BCI side of things for coaches who need to understand how to actually grow and scale a coaching business because we need more quality coaches out there. We need more quality education out there. And the more that we can help coaches grow their businesses, the more people that we can help. And uh, it's just kind of that ripple effect, something that is very near and dear to my heart. So it was powerful. It was really unbelievable to be a part of it. There were some incredible speakers that stepped on the stage, which kind of had me feeling a certain way before it was my turn to speak because following people such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Billie Jean, Ed Milet, Sal from Mind Pump. Uh, let's see, who else was there? John Berardi from Precision Nutrition, Jay Ferrugia. I mean, the list goes on there. It was just heavy hitter after heavy hitter. And then my dumbass is getting on stage for some reason, <laughs> trying to deliver something of value. And uh, so I wanted to, I'll, I'll probably do a deeper dive when I have some time to uh, decompress and actually process the weekend. Like we were straight through, I got out to Scottsdale on Wednesday and it's been nonstop, very little sleep no working out. I have not been eating well. We were straight through every single day, like waking up 5 a.m., team meetings, you know, putting on a, a massive event. And, and trust me, I had very little to do with the actual organizing of the event, but being there to support the team and, you know, the people that are in attendance, all of the coaches there were VIP events, VIP dinners. There was, there was a speaker dinner, which was probably one of the coolest moments being able to stand and have a conversation with Jay Ferrugia and John Berardi and myself and just being able to shoot the shit and like see the human side of people that I've looked up to for so long in the industry. It's kind of a, you know, is this real moment? And so, yeah, it's been nonstop. I, I haven't slept very well at all. And now we're 
Mel and I are heading back to home for a quick stop before we gather up the kids and then head down to Miami for their spring break. So this is one of those seasons, you know, we talk about phases all the time. I just finished a cut, timed it very well so that I could come out here and enjoy myself. And uh, now it's a different type of, of phase for me. Now it's reverse diet. Now it's get my calories back up, more freedom and flexibility. So I am not, this is not one of those like let the wheels fly off type of situations. It's just I'm reversing, I'm having more flexibility. I don't need to be as strict right now. So I was able to at least enjoy some quality food. And and to be honest, you know, during these events, I know what I'm getting myself into. I can plan ahead a little bit, but also I do want to just enjoy the experience and not have to think about food. So it's more about being present being present for the coaches who have questions for me or who want to connect with me and being present for the people, the other speakers, all of it. So it was really like unbelievable. I'm, I'm kind of at a loss for words to try to summarize the event. The one thing that stood out to me with all of the speakers, because I was really curious, you know, when you have people who have had such massive success in business and you know, I don't consider myself very savvy on that front. Uh, I just, it's not something that ever came natural to me. It's not something that I feel is super intuitive to me. So I was really curious to hear what people like, like Alex Ramosi, who, and, and Layla, who sold their businesses for, I don't know, a hundred million dollars or something absurd like that. John Berardi, who built up Precision Nutrition, and that was acquired for $200 million. Like, these people have have done things in the industry that are pretty unheard of and unmatched. So I was trying to pinpoint some of the similarities in what they were talking about. Alex is, is like a guru at sales and, and that's the language that he speaks. And John Berardi talked about his story with Precision Nutrition. And uh, then you had Billy Jean, who's a, a marketing genius and all these different people. The one thing, and obviously Ed Milet, um, is is like, I don't even know, just probably one of the most successful people, period. And one of the things that they all touched on, which was kind of cool, was the identity shift that needs to happen when you level up and you you take, you know, you realize that the life that I'm living is not the life that I want to continue to live. And I, I know that I'm capable of something more. And this relates to whatever goal you're trying to accomplish, whether that's you're trying to become a coach, you're trying to scale your business, you're trying to lose body fat. It doesn't matter. Whatever, like you have to think about the current state that you're in is the cumulative effect of all of the decisions and actions that you've made up until this point in your life. So if you keep doing the same things, you'll keep getting the same results. And that was what they all talked about. All of the speakers talked about the mindset shift and identity shift that had to happen because what they were doing and everybody had their their kind of zero to hero story that they shared they all had the same feeling of i need to become a different person who does different things to achieve what i know to be possible and i think that's the biggest resistance point for most people especially in their fitness journey because you don't think about we often just project out to the end goal. I want to lose 50 pounds. 
I want to fit better in my bathing suit. I want to look, you know, enjoy what I see in the mirror. I want to look better naked. I want to have more energy, have more confidence. I want to improve my relationship with food. We always think about the end result of how we'll feel when those things are accomplished, which is fine. But what we often fail to realize is that it's the day-to-day stuff, the little actions and habits and routines that will lead to the outcome. And those little daily actions and habits and routines are not as easy to change. It's right in front of you. It's doing things different than you've always done them, which is a challenge. A lot of the times we get caught up in these automatic behavior patterns and stopping that and inserting something that gets you closer to where you want to be is oftentimes the biggest resistance point and the biggest sticking point for most people. Because it's really fun to think I want to lose 50 pounds and how much better I'm going to feel when I lose 50 pounds and how my clothes are going to fit better when I lose 50 pounds. And you're like, okay, so now I have to do everything to lose 50 pounds. But you're not fundamentally changing your identity. You're not fundamentally changing the habits and routines. You're just trying to rip the Band-Aid off, which usually comes in the form of a temporary solution. It usually comes in the form of, I'm going to check 700 boxes to try and get this done as fast as possible so I can go back to doing what I was doing before. And that is the problem. There's no going back. If you think about how most programs are established, most programs, you often think, oh, I could do this for 30 days and then I'll just go back to normal, quote unquote, normal. I used to say that to myself all the time. I'm going to do this challenge. I'm going to do this diet. I'm going to do this meal plan. And then I'll go back to normal once I lose the weight. And unfortunately, normal for me at that time was 60, 70, 80 pounds overweight. So every time I went back to normal, I gained weight back. I had to fundamentally shift the identity of the person myself to actually change the habits, the behaviors. And it's one of those things where if you can win your day, day being the fundamental unit of life, you can achieve any outcome that you desire. And that was one of the really cool takeaways for me was that all of these wildly successful individuals had no secret sauce. They had no magic solution. They had no trick up their sleeve. It was literally just doing the things really consistently over a long ass period of time that most people aren't willing to do. I call it, you know, the boring work. Oftentimes it's like, sometimes we talk about anchors. We talk about little daily habits. Like these are individuals who are so relentlessly consistent with that stuff that it becomes who they are. It becomes their identity. It becomes part of them. You know, part of my speech was actually having a code or having a framework for making better decisions, for understanding yourself on a deeper level, for creating more self-awareness to better inform your behaviors, decisions, and habits. A lot of my talk, not hopefully it's not surprising to anybody who listens, but it was really about starting in the mind, starting with your brain, starting with your identity, starting with you know how you make decisions and our tendencies and how do we break those tendencies? Um, how do we use our failures as a launch pad for success. All of that stuff was really the angle that I took because that's more what I know. Uh, I'm not here, I'm not gonna, you know, sit here and 
claim to be able to speak on building a business better than somebody like Alex Ramosi. I stay in my lane. I know what my wheelhouse is, but it was really cool to hear all of them touch on that. And, you know, the kind of like the, the visualization that they would all go through. Who is this person? Who's this next version of me? And oftentimes it would come at a loss because when you become a new person, and it's not like you're, you're reinventing yourself, but you're doing things differently to achieve a different outcome. And when you do that, oftentimes it comes at a loss of the previous version of yourself. I say it all the time. Like when you have a goal, I always think of it like we're scaling a mountain. We've got this peak at the top. That's the goal that we're trying to achieve as you scale the mountain. It's not getting to the summit. It's not getting to the top. That's the end game. It's the person that you become on the way up. So by the time that you are there, because getting to the top of the mountain, you probably fell down a few times. You probably had a few scrapes and bruises. You probably got slapped in the face a few times and had some some shit happen that you didn't expect but yet you kept getting up and crawling up the mountain. You did whatever it took to get to the top. And now you're fundamentally a new person. And that new person has the ability to scale an even greater mountain. So it's always leaving space for a little bit more, knowing that you're capable of a little bit more. And it's those moments of, I'm following this path because this is who I want to become. It is a choice. I think that that's something that we always have to circle back to. Your goals are your choices. Like you don't have to do anything. There's no, I have to accomplish this. It's simply, I want to. It's simply, I'm going to because this is what I want at the core of me. So I need to become this next level version of myself to accomplish this next level goal. And then as you start to move in that direction, right? The process is the shortcut. You start to focus on the process to get there. You then have new skills and assets through that process to achieve something even greater. But if we're always trying to look at simply the end game and not how do I get closer to where? Like One of the biggest points that I tried to hit on was just doing more is not effective. More is simply more. More is not better. What we look at is how do we get closer? closer to where you want to be, which means you have to first define where you want to be and own that. Define what you want and also define what that looks like. Because it's one thing to say, I want to lose 50 pounds or I want to have a huge coaching business. But what does that look like? What does your life look like? What does your social life look like? Get really specific on the things that are important to you. Because the more that we can define the end destination, the more effectively we can map out the best path to get there. Now, the path that we map out may not be the path that we take because we're always going to be open and receptive to reality and information. And we might see that as we start to take steps forward, that a better path opens up. So we're going to take that more efficient path. So hopefully that makes sense. One thing that I guess I'll leave you with, because I want to keep this short, like I said, I'll probably do a deeper dive uh, just to to kind of brain dump all of the the gold that was delivered this weekend, uh, one of the things that I want to mention is just rather than focusing on all the things that you need to do and all the boxes that you need to check, which by the way is is a is a perfectionist tendency, thinking, oh, I have to have all my ducks in a row. I have to check all of these boxes. Just focus on like one to two things. 
what are the one to two things that need to go right to win your day? And Tim Ferriss calls it the big domino. If I get this one thing done, it likely knocks out a whole bunch of other dominoes. Like the the big important thing that can change on a day-to-day basis, but I like to have consistency. I like to consider that if every day I write, so I get into a creative space, I move my body and I eat quality food, I'm going to win my day. Now, it doesn't happen every single day, but those are the things that I know fundamentally over time are going to help me continue to level up. That's going to help me continue to develop into the person that I need to become to achieve the next level of success that I hope to achieve. So start to identify each day, like what are those big rocks? What's the one thing that if you get that done, your day is a success and you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself to try to check boxes because when we do that, we feel like it's not enough, right? Like the perfectionist always checks boxes. And then when there's no more boxes to check, the perfectionist creates new boxes and keeps checking them off to feel productive and then starts checking boxes that don't exist and then never actually moves forward, never actually moves closer. They just fall into the habit of more, more for the sake of more. I have to you know, do more cardio, do more strength training, take more supplements, do all these things. And then it's like, well, why am I not successful? It's because you're trying to do 700 things that aren't actually moving the needle. Let's do less, but let's do more of the fewer things that are actually going to move the needle, right? So let's do more of the one to two things consistently, relentlessly over time and be patient so we know that we're moving closer. But remember, this all starts with knowing where you want to go and owning it, owning that choice. It's your decision. It's your choice, owning where you want to go. And then knowing, are these things moving me closer or am I simply doing more for the sake of doing more? Um, it was cool. There was, there was a lot of uh, just amazing, amazing people in the room, amazing people. Like if, if you were there, if you were at Coaching Con and you came up and shook my hand and said hi and took a picture with me and whatever, commented on the podcast, uh, that stuff is mind-blowing to me, first of all. So thank you for the, uh, the opportunity to, to feel somewhat important in the, in that, uh, over that weekend, because, uh, it's just crazy. Like people who are like, Oh, are you, are you mind over macros? I'm like, yeah, that's wild. Like people recognizing me is, is super strange, but it, it means a lot to know that what I say sometimes resonates, sometimes connects. So thank you. If that was you, I appreciated meeting everybody. Um, I think that we desperately need more quality coaches, uh, it was really awesome. We had some pop clients out there. Some of our clients who, through the experience of being coached, decided that they wanted to pay it forward, that they wanted to become a coach and are now coaching other people. So like the true ripple effect, coming into pop, being inspired, being moved, having a transformational experience, and then saying, you know what? I want to deliver this to other people and then doing it. I can't tell you how many people message me on a daily basis. How do I become a coach? How do I work for you? How do I do this? And I always tell people the path. Not a lot of people do it. Most people hear that and it's like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of work. Well, yeah, it is. But some people hear that and they're like, okay, done. I'm going to take action. One of the things I talked about during my speech was that action organizes. 
Most people think I need to get organized to take action, but it's the reverse. You take action so that you can get organized. It always starts with action because once you take action, you realize what organization has to happen. Getting organized before action is a waste of energy and resources because it might not be the most effective path. So you take action, you see what needs to be done from there, then you get organized. So you jump in and then you get organized. So thank you guys if you came out and if you said hi, if, you, if we took a picture together, if we had a conversation, I realized that in person, I'm a lot, um, I don't know, I'm quiet, I'm introverted. Uh, so it's, it stretches me outside of my comfort zone, which I, I actually enjoy quite a bit. And um, it's always nice. And it was cool to see some, some people that uh, I've, I've connected with over the years through different avenues, uh, working on some different podcast sponsors so that maybe we can bring in some other cool stuff for you guys. Um, as of now, we still have the greatest greens drink, gold drink, red juice, talking about Organifi, the best products on the market when it comes to getting in your your veggies, the green juice. Um, I've got literally got my travel pack of green juice right here, going to mix it up in water. Um, like I said, it's very early right now and we're getting ready to travel. So I know that veggies are going to be light. I have my green juice travel packs. It, it is such an easy way. I think Organifi has travel packs of green juice. They have travel packs of gold juice, red juice, like immunity. If I typically get sick after these weekends because my adrenaline is so high all weekend that once I have that adrenaline dump, um, typically I get sick, but travel with immunity, travel with green juice, have those be your insurance policies um, and get your 20% off Organifi because there, it's, it's such a low barrier of entry to do something for yourself every single day to prioritize yourself, especially if you travel. And even if you don't and you know that you struggle with veggies or you struggle with your wind down routine, um, use the greens juice for, the, for you know, your insurance policy with veggies. Use the gold juice for your wind down routine. It's like the best little treat at the end of a day where you mix your, your gold chocolate or whatever flavor you enjoy. Mel and I are all about the gold chocolate. Mix it with some warm almond milk. Um, we throw a little like ready whip, just like a, a dab in there. And it's like the perfect drink to, to start the wind down routine. Uh, we also, you know, we have all of their products, literally all of their products, 20% off. If you go to Organifi.com slash popfam, that's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com slash P-O-P-F-A-M. Use code popfam at checkout. 20% off all of their products. So there are some other cool vendors there that I connected with. So we might be working something out or maybe not. Um, I don't want to make any promises. There's some potential. But for right now, um, you know, Organifi is a company that I know and trust. Uh, I have been connected with them and using their products for a really long time. So it's cool to be able to offer this to everybody. I know it's valuable. Uh, make sure you take advantage because like I said, it's a low barrier of entry. It's pretty easy to remember to take your greens juice in the morning, start your day off on the right track, bookend your day with quality habits, right? Water, greens, at the end of the day, gold juice, wind down, like turn your brain off. All of these things are really important. So when you have an opportunity, just take advantage. Organifi.com slash popfam. Use code popfam at checkout and get yourself hooked up. But yeah, I, I will probably do a more 
you know, I, I have to, my, my thoughts are scattered right now. Obviously I'm going a mile a minute. I am in a million different directions because that, I think it feels right now, like there's so much to process. There's so many takeaways. There's so much that I learned. Um, I learn a lot just from communicating with the coaches there, asking them questions, seeing what their biggest struggles are. And uh, it's always cool to be able to step up on stage to, to deliver hopefully some level of value. If you were there, if you heard me speak, if what I said resonated with you in any way, shape or form, I would love to hear it. Um, I, you know, sometimes I, I need a little uh, feedback to try to get better. Uh, my own personal assessment was that I felt my, my talk went well, but that I can always do better. And there were some things that I wanted to touch on that I ran out of time. And that was a little bit frustrating. Uh, there was some stuff that I felt like, you know, maybe I could have included in there that I didn't talk about. So I'm always, I'm always critical of myself and, uh, I felt like I could have done better, but I felt like it went well, but I would love to hear some feedback if you were there. Um, again, I appreciate it. It was, I mean, these, these weekends are life-changing. If you are a coach, get yourself to one of these events. If you're an aspiring coach, get yourself to one of these events. I can say right now, the next NCI event will be in November in Orlando. It's called the Nutritional Coaching Summit. It will be heavy on the education of nutrition. I am hopefully bringing my entire team to that event. All of my coaches, anybody that can make it from pop will be in attendance. That is what we're going to try to make happen. So if you guys want to learn, educate yourselves, level up on your nutritional knowledge, start to anticipate the first weekend in November being a weekend that you spend in Orlando. Uh, I don't know what the details are right now, but I will hopefully have some information at some point. I'll be able to share it, but um, get yourself to these events. It, it is literally life-changing. I've been to, like I said, probably every single Jason Phillips event over the past four years, and they never missed the mark. And this one was by far the best. So thank you guys if you were there. If not, thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate all of you. Hopefully this was somewhat helpful. Uh, it's not, you know, delivering value or something relevant at 4 a.m. on a Monday morning after a long weekend. Uh, was a bit of a challenge, but hopefully I wasn't too scattered. And there was some little nugget in there that can help. Um, all right, I'm going to leave it at that. And I will talk to you guys very soon.